Welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast, a podcast that will encourage and inspire you in engaging with young people in Catholic youth ministry. I'm Juliana, and in today's episode number five, Top Tips for School Youth Ministry, I'm sitting down with Cara McLaughlin. Cara has a wealth of experience in youth ministry, both locally here in Adelaide and around Australia, and she'll be sharing her top tips for school youth ministry. So whether you're just starting out in youth ministry, or if you're a veteran, this conversation will give you plenty of inspiration heading into the new school year. So Cara, welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's good to so, be here. It's so good to have you here today. Um, for those who don't know you, could you just please explain who you are, what do you do, and what has been a highlight for you working with young people in youth ministry? Well, my youth ministry journey started about five years ago. I was a student at Amara School, Sacred Heart College here in Adelaide. And beyond my first year of school, I was lucky enough to move to Melbourne to do a year of mission with Maris Youth Ministry over there. I was working on a program called RAMA, which is the Marist Faith Youth Leadership Program. So I was very lucky to do my year of mission, volunteering on their camps and retreats, doing a bit of travel around the country there, which was an incredible experience. And since then, I have been working back at Sacred Heart College as their youth minister for the last four years. I did a year at the middle school campus and then have done three at the senior school campus as well. Amazing. And I want to point out that two of those years were during COVID, which I think is kind of like dog years. So I think you've done like maybe 14 years <laughs> yeah. worth of youth ministry in yes. that that short in that time. Because um, it's, yeah, whatever intense but wonderful journey you've been on. Mm. And I can't wait to hear everything about it. Um, I would firstly really be love to know um, what got you into youth ministry in the first place? You know, saying that you um, attended it um, in your high school growing up, but what made you want to take that leap um, post-school to jump in, in in sort of a youth ministry leadership role? Yeah, I suppose as a student, I was lucky enough that I fell into the circles of, of mission and of social justice and of faith and leadership development. And those experiences that I had within those programs at school were, were some of the highlights mm-hmm. of my schooling experience and what made me so grateful to be a student at Amara School. And that essentially sparked my, I suppose, involvement with the Marists. And after having those incredible experiences, I was really excited and passionate to stay connected. And especially those relationships that I was able to build through those programs with my fellow students, but then also with the youth ministers who um, supported me yeah. and, and the young the young Marists and the young people who guided me through my journey as a student. I looked up to them so much. Those were my inspirations when I was at school and the possibility to to take on that role essentially and to be that person for another young person was, was so exciting to me. So I was so blessed to have the opportunity to do that in my year of mission and to be able to continue that as youth minister is, is incredible. And looking back now, I see some of the young people that I work with and, and seeing myself in them, yeah. seeing my experiences reflected and, and seeing that, that kind of circle of youth ministry yes. come, come all the way around is is so incredible so I suppose um, that's what started my journey and and from there it's um it can be hard to walk away sometimes because you do have all these incredible experiences and and more than anything the relationships that you build are just paramount and for me have become so so important to me in my life some of my best friends now are the ones that I've made through youth ministry and through these Morris programs that I've been involved with so um it's such a blessing all the experiences that I've had within those circles Oh, wow. That's just so amazing to hear. And um, yeah, just as, you know, growing out of high school, 
at you know a very critical young age and just mm. following that passion and making those relationships what do you think is different about the relationships that you make in youth ministry that sort of helps spur you to go on to do that I think that um, in the youth ministry programs that I was involved in as a student, I did a lot of, um, I suppose, retreats and camps, especially with students from other Mara schools. Mm. So, you know, you would be in this group, big group session and you'd be talking about, you know, faith or social justice or leadership or something relatively full on compared to what you might normally experience in the classroom. And then you might go off to a small group discussion or to a one-on-one or to something like that and have these kind of pretty heavy conversations um, with people that you don't necessarily always know so well. But what's really incredible for me is I suppose that sense of being able to create a space that young people can come into and instantly feel safe and comfortable to have those conversations. And when you are a young person experiencing that, you are immediately, in my experience, so much more open to having those conversations and being in that space. And from that, you build relationships, I think, that that you just don't, I suppose, have the depth or the breadth to explore in, in other facets of your life. Absolutely. That real sort of deep, authentic um, space to talk about those things that mm. yeah it's not it's not easy to talk about sometimes did yeah. you sometimes find that challenging yeah I think so and uh, it's always it's always hard to open up especially about faith especially yeah. because it's something which everybody has such a different experience of that you, you don't want to talk about it because you're thinking am I doing this right like yes am I getting it wrong like someone else is like pouring out their heart and you're thinking oh I don't have an incredible story like that so it, it can definitely be very daunting but I think having been able to I've been I guess been given the opportunities to open myself up to that as a young person now as a young as a youth minister it's I suppose my hope that I'm able to facilitate that same experience for the young people that I minister to and to create again that safe space and I suppose encourage them and empower them to to open themselves up to those new experiences so that they can gain those relationships and those those new Mm. I suppose understandings and and um, pictures of themselves that as I said you might not um, experience in in other aspects of life. Absolutely I totally agree with that and I think the more that uh, young people are able to know themselves, know about their stories, identify where God is in that, where um, faith plays a role for them. Um, it just helps in sort of the whole holistic sort of growth. Um, but I'm really curious to know, um, you know, that's easier said than done. Um, mm. You know, I've been on a ret- retreats with, you know, 15-year-old boys and young young girls as well that sometimes it's hard to sort of break the ice and have mm. those, um, facilitate those deeper faith-based conversations. Do you have any tips on how to do that? Yes. First of all, we'll say so much easier said than done. Yes. Like <laughs> it's very, it's such a difficult thing to do and it's difficult to teach someone how to do as youth minister because it really is such a sense of finding what works for you Mm. finding how you can actually facilitate that yourself because it is so um, different for everybody I think what what I would have told my younger self when I was first coming into youth ministry um, I'm hesitant to quote scripture because I don't want to get it wrong but there is a story which I'm sure you know of paraphrase it that's what I love (laughs) to do myself (laughs) the story of um, Martha and Mary who Jesus goes and visits 
Um, and one of the sisters is, is kind of like running around, trying to do everything, get everything ready, is, is being a bit of a busybody. While it, whereas the other sister just sits down and, and talks to Jesus and simply welcomes him in. And then the first sister's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you helping me? Jesus we need is here. Lunch. So <laughs> much to do. And then Jesus is like, well, you know, sit down, have a conversation with me. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, and I think when I first started out, I got very caught up being that busybody, trying to run around, mm. get everything done. Um, I'm, I'm so fixated on, you know, making sure we're running exactly to schedule on the program yes. and making sure I've got enough copies of this and making sure everyone's here on time and is lunch ready and all that kind of stuff, which is great because you do need to be across that as a youth minister, yes. absolutely. <laughs> but I think I got caught up in that to the sense that I would sometimes hide behind it. Yes. That I would even when there wasn't necessarily something administrative to be done, I'd look for something so that I didn't have to, you know, sit down and, and talk to someone new because that was scary to me. Absolutely. Especially having had the incredible experiences that I did at school. I didn't want to think, oh, I don't want to sit down and talk to a kid. And they're like, oh, who's this new yeah. minister? We liked the yeah. old one better. So I would, I would preoccupy myself with all these little things, not realising that ultimately the, the most important part of youth ministry, going out on a limb here, but I'll, no, I'm happy to say the most important part of youth ministry is the relationships Absolutely. that you build. And sometimes it's more important to put down the program to forget about the schedule for a minute and just sit down and learn the names of the young people that you're ministering to, have conversations with your volunteers or your school staff or whoever, and actually just start talking to people and building those connections. Because for a student for young people who see through us so easily if we're not being authentic. Transparency is is so, so important and being able to build those relationships instigates that trust, which is ultimately going to lead a young person to want to be more open to ex- the experiences that, that you're going to offer to them. So absolutely relationships first and foremost and, and what I would say to my, my former self is people over programs every time. Forget about everything else and, and just start having some conversations because that's where the magic begins, I think. Oh, amen. I, I can relate to, as you were saying that, I can relate to myself um, in my own life experience. I remember one time um, in work trying to get a youth group started, I'd put aside time in the afternoon to write those programs because you're right, we do, you do need some structure and some things, but um, it shouldn't take place above those one-on-one conversations and those relationships. So I put a, aside this afternoon, I'm going to smash out some programs on my computer and people kept knocking at my door wanting to come and talk to me. And I just got so frustrated thinking, no, 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 I can't help you and your problems mm. because I'm trying to make these programs <laughs> that are going to help, you know, all the youth. Um, and then I had to really stop and think and you know, it's in those interruptions that you can make those connections. So in a way to to expect those interruptions and actually see them as a gift of making that connection. Mm. Um, like we said before, easier said than done. Yep. But um, if we can, yeah, change the order of, you know, what we prioritise, mm. that can really help. Mm. Um, so you've lo- wonderfully um, segued into some other things I really wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're recording this in end of 2022 um, and getting ready for a new school year. Um, so in addition to that great advice you give, you've just given us, um, if you can cast your mind back to when, you know, you just started or before you just started as a youth minister, um, looking back, what advice would you give to yourself? I think that... Um the, the beautiful thing about youth ministry and the reason why it is such an electrifying space to work in is because there is ultimately a, a, quite a lot of turnover. Like yes. youth ministers aren't 
are often not youth ministers forever. You know, you do it for however many years and then you might go on and do something else. And I think that's a really incredible thing about it is that more often than not, we do have new people coming in a lot of the time. But I think that's actually really incredible. Mm. Um, I suppose when I first started, I I got a little bit caught up and, and there was always this sense that, oh, you know, this is what they used to do or this is what's been done or, you know, this is in place because we've done it for this many years. But... I really think that a youth, new youth minister comes along and the beauty of that is it's fresh eyes on things that have been happening. It's someone bringing a new experience of spirituality, bringing yes. their own experiences, bringing in their, um, I suppose, experience that they've had in the past. It's it's a whole new set of eyes and it's a whole new perspective on things that have been done before, which is great because you can look over whatever your school or your program or your organisation, whatever it is, you can look over what's happening, you can pick and choose those things that are working really well and then you can add your own flair to the rest yes. of it. Okay. Um, and, and that's what's so important about youth ministry, I think, is that we, we do need fresh eyes on it every now and then. And I suppose what I would say to my, my former self is that you've actually been, you, you're, you've been called here for a reason mm. and that youth ministry... I think a lot of the time it is God working through us, yes. but it's not God working through different people to achieve the same goal every time. You know, you have something special to bring to the table. And I think that ultimately anyone could be a youth minister mm. if you have that desire and that motivation to discover what it is that you have to bring to the table and then offer that to the programs in front of you and implement that for the young people that you've been called to minister to. So absolutely, I would say trust in yourself and trust in your ability because you are here for a reason you're not just there to continue what's been done you're there to to change things up and to let your experiences and your faith and your relationships inform I suppose a new a new ministry that that will be uniquely yours absolutely and and what a beautiful approach and I think any sort of like you said before you know you're in it for amounts of years um, and to hold that loosely as well in terms of, okay, in the future someone else will, will come along and mm. they'll have their own spark and their own connection and their own story to bring. But, yeah, I, I'm assuming did you discover a lot about yourself in being a youth minister then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you have your own experiences as a young person and then you think, oh, yep, I've learned all this, I've done the programs and now now I'm going to teach everyone else about it. But it's so much an experience of shared learning in that, in a sense, you are there to educate, but at the same time, no one's expecting you to have all the answers. And yeah. being a youth minister has been a much as much a journey of my faith and my personal development as, as it has for the young people that I would minister to and that I have learnt so much about myself yeah. and grown so, so much as a person in my time as a youth minister. Amazing. Do you have any examples of any sort of skills you've acquired or, or, or things that you've learnt that you take with you? Um, well, I think when I think back to myself five years ago, I was only 18 when I started yeah. as a youth minister. And at the time, I think, who who let me do that? Like, <laughs> who what? gave the permission? <laughs> <laughs> who looked at me and thought, yep, she'll be good? But luckily, someone did. Um. <laughs> I'm very grateful that, that that was the case. But uh, I think the practical skills that I've learned in terms of my ability to be a leader um, in leading by example, um, in those kind of practical things as well, that kind of admin stuff that yes. is is as much important as everything else. Um, those are things that I think I'll take on in, in whatever job I have in the future. Absolutely. So yeah. I really think that I'm probably a little bit biased, but I think youth ministry really does set you up for whatever is next on your journey. But yeah, even aside from the skills that you learn, 
I think as much important is the gifts that you don't realise that you have in the first place. So as I said, like it's an experience of shared learning and you find out things about yourself and and you grow as much as you you are trying to encourage others to grow as well. So um, just growing into a better understanding of myself and realising that, um, you know, I'm good at certain things and I can yes. I can shout it from the rooftops and you can do it. Yeah, and yeah absolutely. absolutely. So just, just having that better understanding of myself as a person, as, um, you know, professionally into whatever career I might go in into the future, um, but also as a friend, as a minister, um, which even outside of youth ministry I think is something which I'll always hold as really important. And I'm also curious to know were there any things that you were concerned about or any challenges you faced you know during those early years of youth ministry and how did you overcome them? I think um, as I said earlier that that sense of being able to build relationships was always a bit of a challenge for me because I I did have so much self-doubt in my ability to do that and that came from the space that um, when I was younger, I was, I was very shy, like I was a very quiet kid. And I suppose that's, I suppose the thing that maybe attracted me to mission or to social justice as a student is that, you know, I wanted a space where I, I could feel comfortable. I wanted to be part of that community. Um, and we see a lot of young people, you know, coming through for the same reason, which I love because they're little versions of me, which makes yeah. me really excited. The biggest challenges that I faced in, in that, I suppose that self-doubt really in is um, just a matter of as, as much as this doesn't really sound like a solution, it's almost like a fake it till you make it yes. kind of thing, yep. especially in the sense that um, I don't have any, you know, specific qualifications in youth ministry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I came into a role as an 18 year old, as I said, and I'm like, well, what am I actually qualified to be doing here? But it is very much, you know, being thrown in the deep end and learning on the learning on the job Um that I suppose those those challenges kind of present themselves really quickly even before yeah. I started you know you might get that sense that oh yeah I've seen it done like I can do it and then and then you kind of get there and you're like oh this is a little bit more challenging than I thought it might be but relying on the team around me has yes. been the most important thing I'd say to overcoming those challenges um trusting that you're there for a reason um and as I said just just giving it a go even if you don't think you really know what you're doing but absolutely being able to know that there is a team around you, that there are other youth ministers also pretending they know what they're doing and yeah. figuring it out as they go um, is absolutely so so comforting, I think. But yeah, that, that sense of being able to rely on people is so important for overcoming challenges and for just for personal growth as well. I think I was very lucky that I started off my youth ministry journey working on a team. So when I was working from the Maris in Melbourne, I was was a part of a team, which is an incredible place to start off. And I'm, I know that I'm very privileged that I had the opportunity to do that. But when I came back to Adelaide and started working in a school, I was the only youth minister on my campus, which yes. is, is very scary, um, especially when I'm in a position where you know, I'm the only the young person, the only young person there, trying to yeah. work through all these things, and kind of all the adults around. I was an adult. All the real adults around me um, also didn't really know what I was meant to be doing or where I was meant to be going. So, I think it's ridiculous how often I look back and think, "Wow, I really was just making it up as I go." But that's sometimes where the the best things come out of, like when you're just kind of giving it a go and seeing what works. And I think a really great example of that is COVID actually. Like (laughs) when we think about like COVID youth ministry, we're kind of like, well, what do we do? But like no one actually knows because we've never done it before. So it was really just a universe of people pretending 
to know what they're doing and making stuff up and seeing what worked. So maybe that's something we can learn from really in that, you know, you, you have a new situation and you adapt and you try things and, and you see what works and it's trial and error. But, but good things come out of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can even relate myself. You just saying about like the other adults in the room. I remember um, helping leading um, a program for kids mm. and um, I was in a team of adults running it. And one of them, there was a craft activity and they said, okay, kids, um, we've got to cut up some things with scissors, you know, scary, dangerous scissors. Make sure you find an adult to help you. And I grabbed a pair of scissors and looked, okay, where's my adult that's going to help me? <laughs> and I looked at all these little children around me asking for help. And it was in that moment I realised, oh, I'm I'm the adult in the yeah. room. Um, and that that it's totally normal. I think mm. um, meeting with a lot of different youth ministers, um, you can often find that you're maybe the only one in, in a school. Mm. Um, and knowing that that's absolutely normal, um, I think it's really good, like you said, to have a team and maybe even just identify who are those safe people at mm. work, outside yeah, of work, absolutely. Um, that you can rely on. And maybe even having that, um, if, if they haven't approached you, having that conversation going, hey, um, you know, this is my first time doing this I'm just looking for some support in you know Mm. running things by is that okay if I can ask you and you know nine times out of ten people will respond to that yeah and if you're out there and and, you know studying in youth ministry and wanting to start and you don't feel like um, you have that support network you know contact us send us an email Um, we're here to sort of connect people to have that that you're not alone in this but it's also such a sweet spot that you have um, to bring you um, into your ministry and to, you know, be able to pivot and react to what's happening um, and be creative in that. And that mm. that's actually quite, uh, you know, a normal pathway for youth ministry. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I think as well, like we, we speak so often about how it's so important to build relationships with, you know, the young people that you're ministering to. And absolutely yeah. that is so important. But in terms of having a team around you, especially if you are in a school and especially if you are the only or one of the only youth ministers, I I feel a bit um, inauthentic recommending this because I don't know how often I did it, but I think you, you can't underestimate the benefit of just going and sitting in the staff room at lunchtime oh, yes. and just talking to teachers and getting to know names and having a few people, like you said, that can just be your go-tos that when you need support with something, you, you know, you can kind of go to them. Yeah. And also just having people that um, that you know and that, you know, you will see you doing something and be like, great work, do you need a hand with that? So yeah. just, just showing your face and just, as I said, building relationships in absolutely every kind of little sphere of your work that you can is so, so important. So have lunch in the staff room is my advice. Absolutely. <laughs> and if it helps, um, I'm not great with names myself. Sometimes I'll physically write them down. So <laughs> if you meet, you know, Jerry in the staff room or whatever, um, you know, if you're bad like me, write down the name. So next time you see Jerry, you can go back and say hi and slowly build those relationships. Um, and it goes both ways. If you're hearing this and it's like, yep, I need to create that community. I'm going to go out there and make an effort and vice versa. If you're hearing this and you're not a youth minister, but maybe there's one in your life, you know, reach out to them, check in mm. on how they're doing. Um, it's not youth ministry, although you can have one person working in the role, it's not the sole responsibility mm. for that it one. Village. Yeah, it mm. takes a village to, to, to get things happening. Mm. So, um, yeah, just a piece of encouragement to get that happening together. Um, so wrapping up now your time in youth ministry, mm. Cara, um, 
well, I don't think you uh, youth ministers ever fully retire. I feel like <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. they're like sem- semi-retired. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you'll officially be passing on the baton to someone else. Mm. Um, what do you hope to see for the future of youth ministry in your community? Someone in moving on from youth ministry once said to me that being a youth minister is almost from day one working yourself out of a job. Yes. Because you are building up the next generation of youth ministers, essentially. And I'm so lucky that a few of my former students who were involved with my youth ministry programs are now taking over from me, which is incredible and absolutely fills me with hope for the future. But I said it earlier, but that that sense of that kind of circle of life is actually so, so important in that you have people who are engaged with your mission at school, if it is in a school or wherever it is. But once they finish, once they graduate or once they get to the end of the age bracket, that they still have that kind of desire to, even if it's just to continue the relationships, just to get coffee with someone that they knew or to to stay involved or to volunteer or to whatever it is. But that that circle of keeping people moving through is essentially what, what keeps youth ministry alive. Yes. And I think is really incredible. We have one of our programs at Sacred Heart where we run it in years seven to 12 and each year levels group is is led by a mentor who is an, an old scholar who's been through the program. And we're yes. now at a point where a year 12 will graduate from the program and then go down to mentor the year seven group, so which I think is such a great example of that. And the fact that we're able to do that is something that I'm so, so grateful for. But um, yeah, it's it's that kind of circle of having people moving through and through your work, wanting to instill and empower the other people, having that, I suppose, motivation to want to continue the work. And it is really working yourself out of a job, facilitating a ministry that, that empowers other people to, to keep that going and to con- continue their involvement and, and their growth through your That's programs great. too. Yeah, that is so beautiful. So wrapping us for, up for us today – What's one piece of encouragement or advice you'd like to pass on to the youth ministers in schools? I would say that as much as youth ministry is so, so rewarding and I've absolutely adored my time as a youth minister and I'm so grateful for all the opportunities I've had. At the same time, it is challenging and I think it's good to know that and to expect it to be a little bit challenging so that you don't kind of get scared once you get there. Um, But more than anything, I think it's so important to just trust in yourself and trust in your abilities, but be able to ask for help when you need it. Know when you need a little bit of extra support um, and rely on the people around you and know that it is an experience of shared learning. And that no one is expecting you to have all the answers. Yeah, absolutely. trust yourself. Trust that you've been called to whatever role you're working in for a reason, but that it is a community job. It's an experience of shared learning um, and that there are people who are there to support you and and lift you up and give you the best platform possible to make an incredible ministry that, as I said before, is uniquely yours. Um, So do you have any final tips or tricks you'd like to share? About being a youth minister in a school? I think more than anything, just have so much fun because it is a lot of fun and it's meant to be enjoyed. Um, And if you are going through a bit of a stage when you're feeling a bit deflated, which it absolutely comes to those, Mm. those things, remind yourself why you engaged in youth ministry in the first place. Go have a chat to someone, 
focus on those relationships that you have in your work and let that fire, I suppose, be reignited in your heart because you are called there for a reason. Um, there's something within you that, that encourages you to, to come to this ministry and, and keep that at the forefront and, and wear that on your sleeve in everything that you do and allow that to continue motivating you through your ministry. That's so wonderful, Cara. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing um, all your wisdom and experience. And we wish you all the best for this new phase, um, semi-retired post-school <laughs> youth ministry. Thank you so much for all your work. No worries at all. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Youth Podcast. Make sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Cath Youth Adelaide to stay up to date with all the latest information, resources and events. Until next time, see you.